Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Shalom Bayashir number five. Email address for feedback, suggestions, comments, insights. Happy to hear from you. I'm sure you, many of you, all of you, have um, yesodos or concepts of Torah and um, advice and um, perspectives. Be eager to hear from you. Um, could be the email could be reached at shalombias seven 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 at gmail.com. There's a story in regards to the Chafetz Chaim. He had an agent at one point that was selling the Chafetz Chaim Svarim. And it came out that after Cheshben, it was discovered that a large amount of money was, was missing. And finally, that agent was moida. He admitted the truth. And he told the Chafetz Chaim, I took some of that money. My wife is always asking me for money, for things that she needs, the tzrachim of the house. And she really makes my life difficult with that. And I had no way of fulfilling her demands. So I took some of that money. Please be moichel me. The Chavetz Chaim hearing this had Rachmanis on him, was Michael him believed Shalom, and he allowed him to keep the extra money that he took. And in addition, and this is the fascinating part, as the agent was heading home, the Chavetz Chaim ran up to him with a package in his hand. And he told this agent, take this package to your wife. It contains a present in here a woolen scarf that I'm sure she will enjoy and that probably will you know make her feel good and it'll bring some shalom into your home this chesed that the Chavetz Chaim did was a very deep chesed he actually did many things by doing this for the first of all by being Michael him um, for the theft and it's not just that he basically gave this agent an opportunity, the ability to move beyond that mistake as if nothing happened. Clean from the Aveir of, of Gezel, because he was Michael and Belay Shalom, and also giving him a gift to give to his wife that hopefully could start and um, renew and connect that way, that the Shalom bias would become better in this agent's home, move past whatever anger or pressure there there was there and to make some sort of peace and uh, bringing harmony into the home. That's a hischachas. Everyone has that opportunity. People should give that gift to others as well. Very often we um, are judgmental on a person and say, hey, they can't change, or this is the way they were for so many months or so many uh, years or even decades that we sort of say, oh, this is the way they are and that's it. One of the greatest chasadim you could give to another person, including one's own spouse or another person, is to give them that fresh perspective. Treat them like you just met them today. I'm not bound by that history that you have. Just because you were a certain uh, way till now doesn't mean you have to be that way going forward. It's never, ever too late. And in marriage, it's never, ever too late. Even if a situation is very discouraging, even in, with couples whose marriage is what they say on the rocks or they're barely talking to each other at this point, and even at, if they're at the brink of divorce, 
it's still possible to turn the situation around and create a warm and loving marriage. The first step to reverse this is to immediately start doing acts of chesed. Do it even if you don't feel it. Do it even if you, you know, without expecting sudden transformations that all of a sudden the other party is going to soften up or be warm towards you. But you start out doing those acts of chesed anyway, regardless of the outcome. You just start doing that. And over time, that is a tremendous power in reversing the situation. Another way to reverse such a situation, if someone is unfortunately in that situation already, is to think very hard and realize that many of the things that started a lot of these arguments or to get to where it was now was based on trivial things that triggered fights and anger. anger, And to realize that, that these things that you were upset about were out of pr- proportion, and you let it go. Very often, Rapam used to say this, I remember him saying this often, that very often when the, he, people come to him at the point where they're ready to get divorced and you start tracing back where did it start from, where did it come from, it usually starts not from a big um, crisis that happened in their marriage. Sometimes that could also affect things 100%. But very often, especially with younger couples, but I imagine even, even with um, those married longer, it starts from something trivial. Someone was in a bad mood, said something they shouldn't have said, and uh, the other person, instead of being quiet, said, you know, blashed out back, said something really upsetting, and it blows, and then it, it just, like a, 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 a small, small snowball that just snowballs more and more down the hill, and it becomes bigger and bigger, but it starts from trivial things. So the first step in this is to look at that, and see that there are many things that are indeed trivial. They could drive you crazy. A certain habit, a certain thing, but really in the scheme of things, it's really nothing. It's nothing much. It's not worth it um, to fight over. And those things you give up right away. And make up your mind you're never going to let that bother you anymore. And when a real issue comes up, then you'll be able to deal with that real issue. Now, often life is, of course, not a fairy tale. Not a utopia. We're not living in Yemaisa Mashiach yet. We're not in Ganeidim Mikedim like Adam Rishon was before the Chait. There are real problems that we face often. But nevertheless, despite all that, almost every couple can find Simcha if they invest time and effort in it to make their marriage a priority. It's doable and it can be done and it should be done. Priority means you take time. From your busy schedule each day and you devote that time exclusively to your wife or to your husband giving him or her real attention that attention is not a luxury it's a necessity it's a fundamental yesite in marriage that time and investment of listening and hearing each other out and sharing the day and so time is definitely one thing another thing that is to, is important is to invest in trying to find new ways to do chesed, new ways to show appreciation, and not to give up if that effort didn't go well. 
let's say the other, the spouse, the husband or wife was distracted or had a hard day, and you expected with your gesture that the other person, the other party would be very appreciative and they weren't for whatever reason, don't let that discourage you. You just keep on trying and try again, and with patience, you will succeed. So we said um, very uh, um, important things today, and uh, again... This is the most important, that no matter what it is like now, right now, it is reversible. With certain specific steps that you take, you could reverse the situation. It's not going to happen overnight. And it starts by these little things. It starts by starting immediately to do chesed, starting immediately to make the decision that you're not going to let the trivial aspects bother you anymore. And in the real aspects, you daven Hashem, and then you try your best to find a way to resolve those bigger issues. And you take time and effort, like planting seeds and plowing. It takes a lot of effort, but you will see results. The Ezra Hashem.